So today we're continuing with our toddler discipline series. And what a lot of people don't realize is toddlers aren't just the same every single year. One-year-olds are different than two-year-olds and three-year-olds are very different. And then four-year-olds are something else different. So we tend to lump them all together, but there's actually very, very different things that they're able to do and that you need to do as a mom in order to respond to them in a way that will actually get them to cooperate. So today we're diving into three-year-olds. If you haven't already, catch our introduction then one and two year olds if you go back i'll maybe put the links below but today we're going into three year olds and hold on to your seats your kids are totally entering into a new period of consciousness Hello, assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I am your host, Mindful Muslima, and we are always talking about topics that have to do with helping women to grow and thrive. And part of thriving is building a family. And part of a family is having toddlers, and toddlers can be challenging, as we all know. So alhamdulillah, today we're talking about three-year-olds, and um, it gets different with three-year-olds. You're going to find an, a definite increase in activity, and we're here to talk about it today. If you don't already know me, my name is Mindfulness, and I'm a mom of five. My kids range from four years old to 23. I have two kids who are married already with kids, so yeah, I've been through it all. Now I'm on the grandma side of it, in a sense, but um, still uh, working a lot with the community, kind of like a big sister. And by the way, if you do have something you want to talk to me about, I have Calendly calls. A lot of people don't know that I do 15-minute discovery calls for quick questions and advice. If you guys want, and you can totally book um, if there's a space available on my calendar, I will link it below. I'm always here for you guys. And also, obviously, always DM me on Instagram. DM me suggestions for the podcast, too. I have some coming up. Some very interesting ones like about in-laws and hijab and things like that but as we're finishing the toddler series we're going to dive into three-year-olds today and get you some help with how to get them to cooperate a bit more and there is a way to do it depending on their age so if you know the age of the child like I said, one, two, three, four different approaches um, for, for these different time ages, then you'll kind of be more successful in Shalta if you understand where they are at. You got to meet them where they're at so that you can get them to work with you in Shalta Bazantara. So, um, by the way, if you haven't already, um, you guys know I did link my application below to join the Thrive Muslim community. It's just down there if you want it. Um, I have actually an entire downloadable on every single thing I'm talking about in there in the community there you're going to find it in the resource section in the vault it is just all the notes of this entire um how you say it this entire series for you and there will be even powerpoint presentations that i'll have on there to make it even more visual so women that do join the community get access to that and a ton of other stuff so the applications down there if you're interested all right so like we mentioned with three-year-olds um their minds are absorbing all types of sensory experiences and they're beginning to kind of understand the consequences of past and future and um they kind of crave choice a bit more and they see themselves as becoming big boys or big girls. You're gonna hear that kind of a lot from them in this time. So let's first talk about what's new with them in this stage and what has shifted, right, from two to three-year-olds. And then what is, and if, by the way, if you have a child who's two, this is really cool because you'll get to see what's coming next. And as it happens, your eyes are open and you're like, whoa, I could see that totally happening right now. And that's what I love. That's what I love if women have this because I made it as like an entire resource where it's like from one to four, you could see just at a glance over just a 
couple pages and I did it like visually what the differences are and just have all that material in front of you for all your kids I think it's just like I wish I had that that's why I made it so and anyway so today we're gonna talk about what's new and so let's go into that um, first of all, your toddler now, like I said, sees himself as a big boy or a big girl because they've realized that they're getting stronger. It's so cute. It's kind of like their only little pat on the back for them, for their own selves. Like, oh, I'm, I'm a big boy now because now I can get up in that chair before it was hard for me because I didn't have the, the motor skills or the strength. And now they're like, now I do. They almost like celebrate their selves. It's kind of cute because this is that part of self-esteem that hasn't been destroyed yet, right? Like if you have a healthy child, they're like feeling proud of themselves feeling good and that, that's definitely what we want um, they can now put their own belongings away so you can ask them to take their shirt and go put it inside of that drawer over there if you're very specific and you point to it cool stuff like that they have a bit of more concentration so their their concentration might have been let's say five minutes now it might go up to 10 minutes and while I know that's not a lot guys I know we're like we need them to sit down for like 20 minutes 30 minutes it's just not going to happen in these ages and that's normal that's normal and I think that's important for us to know to know that our kids are not bad and we're not going crazy that is just what happens at these ages and we just have to have more things for them to do they're able to now share and take turns I'm kind of like when they were younger the concept of a possession was a little bit more serious now they're a little bit more open some kids faster than others um, into sharing and um, you know having toys with other other kids a huge difference from two to three year olds is that they now are into interactive play which means before they would do side by side play and just sit next to another kid but not really play with them it's like they're playing by themselves but they want to sit next to another kid but they're not playing with them but now they're more into like imaginative creative like playing with another child and this is a very big difference that you'll see in their development and then this leads to a lot of social stuff right their impulsive in nature is fading a bit and they're going to have a bit more self-control, not 100%, so don't look for that. Don't even look for probably 75, sometimes even 50, but they're getting there is the point. Um, they're more capable of some self-care stuff. You could have them like brush their hair, brush their teeth. Obviously, you're going to have to help them with it in a sense, but they're, they're feeling pretty good that they can get that stuff started. You're just going to have to like check on it, obviously. And lastly, like I said, their communication has improved and they're able to listen to brief instructions and kind of follow through on motivated, um, you know, instructions that you have for them definitely definitely stray away from these long-winded conversations no kid no toddler is going to be able to handle that and we kind of love to do it as moms like talk their ear off like just don't there's a nice saying called 10 words or less try to do it in 10 words or less like whatever you want to tell them just just don't make it long-winded all right let's get into some really cool discipline tips that are going to help to make your days a whole lot easier all right, as far as discipline, what I would say is really try to provide some purposeful work. Like I said, things like Montessori type activities are really great here. You're expecting that your child can do some chores. Um, you can buy them like little things that they can do their own sweeping, their own wiping, their own pouring. These life skills that they do have and they cover in Montessori are really good. In, in Instagram, you'll find tons of Montessori toddler activities that involve all these things. It's really, really good because it's not just having them be busy like coloring or something like that it's actually teaching them real life skills and they think it's a, just a game they think it's fun and so it's really really good because it's like that that those two birds with one stone where they're playing they're having fun and then they're also really learning how to have good life skills and by the way moms I want to say we have to get away from this idea that our job is to keep our kids busy so they don't bother us 
I'm serious. And I say this really, really because this is against the nature of the purpose of children. We tend to feel like we're busy, 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 got to keep them busy. Well, I got to work. Well, I got to clean the kitchen. Okay, I know. I do too. But what I want to say is we have to come away from this philosophy that they're a bother or that they need to keep them busy because they're going to distract us from more important things. The truth is there is nothing more important than being a mother. I'm being serious. This is always like put on the back burner or seen as some kind of like housewife task. These are little human beings and they're in this beautiful time of developmental growth. So it's not that you or I like are having these horrible thoughts. It's just that society kind of pushes that on us. And I just wanted to be really, really clear that that's actually backwards in thinking. We should be thinking like, how can we give them purposeful activities to help them grow? Because growing is our responsibility and our first responsibility and they're right upon us and this is something that we have to think about and less about them just always getting in our way or bothering us because it it changes the framework of the relationship and I think it's really really important to keep that really beautiful positive loving relationship all right let's get into some helpful things so the first one is giving them that purposeful work when they work with purpose it keeps them busy and it makes them feel good about themselves builds that self-esteem that they can do things number two You know, when you stop your child from doing a certain thing, you're going to work more now on giving them a little bit of information. I'm not talking about a big flat explanation, but let them know that you love them, but you want them to keep having fun, but in a safe way. So if you ever have to stop them from doing something unsafe, just understand they can handle a bit more of information now. And it's really important because when you do that, it gives them a reason to listen. Again, we're not going to do a huge lecture. We're doing 10 words or less, but you're going to kind of explain really quickly why this is really, really um, not I like, like um, I love that you want to, I love that you have so much energy to play. Let's try this soft toy instead. It's, it, it won't hurt you or something like we have to just be like a little bit um, more mindful about just giving them a little bit of information so they can understand, again, the purpose between, behind why we're doing something. Mistakes. So they're always going to make mistakes. And they're less focused on being correct and more about their feelings. We have to understand that in this age, they're very self-centered, not because they're selfish, like the way an adult would be self-centered, but because they are in their own world. That's part of their development. And sometimes we could see and turn everything into like their maniacal plan to like, you know, make our day horrible. That's not what it is, okay? So refrain from strong discipline because some things are outside of their control. We have to be a bit more forgiving when they spill things. They don't have complete control over their decisions and choices and motor skills. And so just a little bit patience goes a long way. So as we're disciplining, let's discipline with some empathy and kindness. The other thing is to speak calmly. Now, when we speak calmly, it will help our child to stay calm. When we get very nervous and we're just getting, it's going to make their energy nervous and it's just going to increase the crying. And while it might seem like our strong, firm words will get them to get their act together, it doesn't work like that. It just, it doesn't. It's not because our kids are not listening and they're bad. It's because it's, they're not developmentally wired for that yet. Okay, I'm being honest. So you're going to get frustrated and fluster yourself, but they're actually not ready for that type of talk. So they just need us to stay calm. They cannot hear our words if we are upset. They can't. It's kind of like a little wall between the two of us. So just think of anger as a wall between you and your child. And as you have less anger, your child will listen better. Um, And again, 
people who um, are struggling with toddler tantrums with their children, we have a mindful Muslim inside the mindful Muslim membership, the tribe membership. Um, we actually have the downloadable just for toddler tantrums. I'm not going to go into that now. So once you're inside, and if you've already gotten it before, like that is a huge help. Just these three steps. So just keep that in mind. Um, so natural consequences in this stage, we have to speak more about natural consequences. They're not going to learn things overnight and routine, guys. Just you know, do not make it emotional. Just make it a simple consequence. Not like you're never going again. You're horrible. Like the stop. The stuff does not only doesn't work it's not developmentally age appropriate these huge threats of like you're never watching tv again you're never going to the park again we're just cutting it all off for the entire week like they can't handle these things and these don't work these are just going to spill them into crazy tantrums and they're just not really good for them or effective in getting you what you want which is compliance they're just not going to listen okay the other thing is fears you're going to notice that your toddler is going to come up with fears fears that make them not want to go to sleep at night they're not faking it they really do develop fears at this age okay so what we have to do is if they're crying and screaming at night we have to reassure them they just need love and reassurance are they going to possibly drag it out you know they will but this is just that love, not threats, because they're already in a fear mode. This is just going to enhance their crying, enhance their tantrums. It's not something that they need right now. Okay, let's talk about screen time for a minute. All right, no child at this age honestly should be having more than 45 minutes of screen time. Many experts say they shouldn't have screen time at all. And um, honestly, it's just because there's a lot of reasons. And the more and more they're doing studies on this, just the stimulus, it's just going to stop them from focusing. They have many studies. I'm not going to go into all of them now. They, they show that they don't... Um, scholarly studies show that it's stopping them from just all types of um, imaginative creative abilities and so they these devices should not be used as babysitters and they should not be used as um even if you want to break it up like 15 minutes here 15 minutes here I think that might even be better because you can do it almost as a little break and then teach them some type of self-control but if it's long periods of time understand that when you take your child off the device if you do choose to do that which I do not suggest um they're going to be really moody and it's also have, having um, toddlers have issues with socialization because it gets them locked into screens and not so much into human contact. And at this age, human contact is critical. Learning things like ABCs and numbers and stuff, it shouldn't happen on devices. It really should happen in social interaction. And that's why, like I said, I always push women towards more of a Montessori thing. Not that I only follow Montessori, by the way, but like just because it's more child-friendly in these in these ages. And by the way, if you do end up on our, um, our Thrive membership, I'm having a wonderful Montessori teacher actually a couple I'm gonna always have guests of different teachers come in and give some tips and things and they always are gonna have some type of a PDF walk away where you could just take whatever they told us and implement it I'm really really big on just like actionable things that are realistic for women like we're super busy nobody has time to like take notes and memorize everything totally get that so um, I did re require or request all the guests to please just do a PDF giveaway because I want it to be actionable and easy for us so one, yeah so like I said once you're inside if you haven't already done the application that's in there you you're going to definitely have access to teachers for that as well. All right, hitting. Oh my goodness, the hitting, right? So the hitting is never appropriate and we just have to constantly enforce that. So it's kind of like going to sound like this. Um, we don't hit in this house. Hitting hurts. 
Instead, let's use our words. And you're going to say, instead of saying this to Johnny, you could have said this. Instead of saying this to your sister, you could have said that. It's going to sound like that, okay? And just really firm, and that's it. And if you do that again, then we're going to have to, you know, have some type of a, like I said, a consequence. Now, by the way, let me just say a bit more on consequences in case we're not sure. Consequences are not meant to be threats, okay? That, that is really going to ruin your relationship with your child. Do not make these threats. Do not make it emotional. Do not make it personal. Do not watch your child's eyes quivering because you're in deep disappointment. Like this is stuff that will damage your child long-term psychologically in terms of self-esteem. Yeah, a lot of parents don't realize it, guys. This stuff is not effective. So they are going to not listen. They are going to make mistakes. They are going to wiggle and not sit still. These are the years. We have to learn that this is less of a time for you to get control and like more of a time for us to just let some stuff slide because it's gonna be rocky for a bit, but it only lasts for a time. It's not forever, okay? It's only for a bit. And honestly, sometimes when even I feel upset, I just have to stop and look at them and go, gosh, they're so cute right now. As much as I just feel like I want to just cry of how much they're stressing me out they just they don't mean it I could just see it in their eyes they're just you know they're just like I said so they're under underdeveloped in certain ways they don't know so just look at them with more of an innocence and less of like a maniacal plan to destroy your day or your plan to go to the park or whatever okay so um you know the hitting is never great and the consequences for hitting or any other type of stuff is just gonna have to be really basic like if they keep taking the thing and smacking on on brother then they lose the thing like that's it you know like it's that simple and are they gonna peel on the floor yeah but then you go into the toddler tantrum um one two three fix that I told you we have and then that's it you know it's just gonna it's gonna is what it is calming corners are amazing I have an amazing sister I'm gonna give her a shout out right now because I love her calming corner Salam Montessori she does like an awesome calming corner with her kids um that she has showed before and I'm gonna eventually hook up with her and and have her pimp up my calming corner (laughs) with my kids but it's a beautiful way instead of like a timeout to be like here's our calming corner I know our feelings can be rough when we, we feel really really upset we can go in this corner and do something that makes us feel better isn't that sound like a better solution think of yourself as an adult right like you're bad you do something bad do you want somebody to give you some tools to help you calm yourself down or you want someone to like put you in a timeout and, and and have you sit there and cringe as they stand over you and yell at you when you've already known like what you're doing is wrong like we have to think about the fact that we have to make these experiences uh, more productive like every bad experience with your child is actually an opportunity to teach them in that moment yeah we don't feel like teaching them I get it we're like so frustrated so tired from everything they're, we're going through but we have to look at it and stop and just say wait what can I teach my child right now what can we learn from this experience together and take that approach that approach is what will make the amazing Muslim that you want it is not the like shaming and downing and throwing them in the corner and I'm telling Baba that's it like this is not going to help you and not going to help me I'm being honest guys I know these are like hard habits that we're going to have to kick for some of us or things we've seen in our families but the truth is this is not anything the prophet peace be upon him did okay so the prophet peace be upon him didn't threat he didn't hit he wasn't like doing all these crazy things he was getting down on his knee and having a conversation in a calm manner and that's why when I tell you to go reference the toddler tantrum one two three steps like that's very similar to what he did to empathize understand and work it out together and it's the same thing with these calming corners these calming corners are like good way to like think out your feelings reflect almost like a reflecting corner and later on when they're older we can connect that to 
way that the prophet peace be upon him would go to the cave of Hera when he felt stressed out, right? Nice and quiet, some quiet, calm time and things like that. Okay, last of all, I covered the toddler tantrums. I just want to say something about picky eaters. So we actually do have an entire blog post on how to help picky eaters. And that is something that they'll go through. And I know it's really hard for parents and I feel for you is when you have like one kid who eats one way and another child who eats another. And it's really hard because you're like, oh, I finally know this one will eat sweet potatoes for lunch. But then this one is like, never, don't give me that ever. I just want to eat grapes all day, like whatever it is. And again, these are phases that they're going through and there's different things. We could probably do an entire podcast just on picky eating. But I do have a really quick blog blog post with some really awesome ideas on how to fix that. So I will link that below as well. So three-year-olds, you're going to notice are super interactive. Their little personalities are going to start to come out. They're not just like baby trying to figure out how to do stuff. They're starting to get more confident. They're starting to want to interact socially. And that means high energy, go, go, go. So you're going to see that increase in them. It's not that they're bad. They're moving their muscles. Their muscles are growing and getting stronger. And this activity is normal. Why it's hard for us because they have so much energy. I encourage you to work out. Matter of fact, I'll tell you a little personal something like I because of the whole pandemic I'm not able to go out and do things the way I used to a lot of things in my schedule have changed and that has really really changed my routine for taking care of myself so I've had to rethink and revamp and re-envision my self-care routine because it started to fall to the wayside and I noticed that and part of mindful living as a mother is noticing when things are going downhill and just catching them in the moment it's not that you're ever going to hit a point in your motherhood guys let me be totally honest doing this like 20 20 something years like there's not gonna be a, a point in your momhood when motherhood you're like yeah I've, I've hit it this is it no more struggles here nope with every single child there's a different personality and different needs yeah like I have five kids totally different five kids some of them you're like how is that child from the same mother as the other child my grandmother had a saying um each of my children are like like a, a finger on my hand like f- like each like the five fingers and they're all from the same hand but they're totally different like look at that look at your fingers right now right totally different on the same hand on the same human being but they just they just you know they work a little differently but they still are extremely you know much part of who you are but they're just slightly different and that's how children are and as you get used to one the other one's going to have a different sleeping pattern as you've figured out snack time for one another one's going to come along and the agility piece the flexibility is the part that makes this a great mindful muslim parent the ability to stop and reflect and that's why in the quran it is just like riddled with these opportunities and the reminders to be patient and reflect and just keep seeking the help of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and keep seeking our help thank you so much for joining us here and joining us for this podcast the last one will be um four-year-olds which is really really interesting that's right before they go into school it's that whole pre-k into kindergarten thing very excited to talk to you guys about that and all their needs in the next podcast in this series thank you for joining us today have an amazing amazing week until we see you at the end of the week jazakum lahu khairan